Hey, Moan, I just flew in from Houston, and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> Why are your arms tired, man? I was just flapping the whole way. You've never heard that joke? It's like, <laughs> no. It's like 100 years old. No, I've actually never heard that, man. Absolutely no. at all. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just flew in, and boy, are my arms tired. Ha, ha, ha. Everybody in the room but Moan gets it. Yeah. I, I didn't get that one. I did not get that one. DK, you started off this show, though, with a comment on the screen already that's rare for you man i feel like this is a little bit more calculated well actually everybody's emotions are so high right now that that was a hijack okay <laughs> that wasn't even us necessarily that is just this is like justin work says this is for therapy talk <laughs> me down from that east ramp rail okay man I don't know if I can talk you down on this one, man. Uh, I'm, I'm more signed. By the way, thank you, Justin, for the contribution, man. And not to be upsold right here by Ben that says this. Sunday was, in all caps, embarrassing. Was it? Yeah. No, I no, thought no, it no. was. No, 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 no. In the literal sense, did it embarrass the people who need to be embarrassed to take action? That's the question I have. Oh, ooh. so you're calling it a little bit of a reality check. I'm saying if you're going to be embarrassed, go ahead and be embarrassed, but do something about it. Okay. Otherwise, you're, are you really embarrassed or, yeah. or are you prioritizing something else? We're both kind of saying the same thing, I think, in a sense. Uh, as a matter of fact, they've been waiting on us, DK. I think it's fair for us to just go ahead and start this thing up. Therefore, oh, we, we, can go. we got stuff to say here. You, you <laughs> okay. ready on this one, man? Yeah, yeah absolutely, I, I, man. I, I, I got the am. bell, good, bad, or indifferent. It's getting tapped. Uh, first things first, point of order today. I, I was a little bit late landing in Pittsburgh. Uh, but and then we get in the car. Car, car had no gas. So, oh, so I had to uh, had to stop at the get go cafe and market out in Robinson, and uh, and fill her up. Didn't have time to go running in for the food, and then got here downtown in a, as big a hurry as we possibly could. Hey, look, man, we're still here, right, Moan? Yeah, we are. We are, man. Uh, and, and I think we all need to be here for the sake of what happened in Houston, DK. I, I let me say this. Let, let's go with embarrassment on on the side of the fans. Uh, I don't think the way Steeler Nation showed up in Houston was the payoff that you were looking for. We talked about that all week long. This team has had a history of showing up and beating opponents that should, primarily a rookie quarterback. And not only did you get beat by the rookie quarterback, he had over 300 yards passing. And on top of that, they knocked your quarterback out of the game when it comes down to how you protected him versus a group of guys uh, that hadn't really protected their quarterback well enough. I mean, he <laughs> we generated no sacks on the day, DK. Against a bunch of grocery baggers. <laughs> Jeez. I, I mean, there was pressure. Ooh. But what you got to understand here is that Houston so significantly outcoached Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I know that always sounds like low-hanging fruit because, you know, oh, yeah, when they win, you don't say anything about the coaches. And when they lose, you do and whatever. No, 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 no. If you saw the scheme the Texans put forth oh. offensively, Okay, with those little screen dump offs over the middle, screens over the middle moan ran perfectly too, and 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 you could tell they'd been busting it with those things all week long in their practices because they were just doing it like this. It was opponent specific. <clears throat> it was football artwork, and they go right down the field. And yeah, the Steelers adjusted after that, but by that point, you've already taken control of this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was, man. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. When you have a bad offensive lineman or a lineman you're, or offensive line you're not sure about, you do the things that, that Houston did. But here's the other thing, too. The amount of escapability that, that C.J. Stroud had and the fact that nobody could close out on him, and I'll say this, for a group of offensive linemen we knew nothing about, really, as far as Houston, they protected better. They opened better run lanes than our guys. And, and if we can be real... Since the Minnesota game that happened, what was it, two years ago, a year ago? 
I don't think we've seen this this group get railed the way it did this past weekend. They couldn't stop the run. They couldn't stop the pass. They pulled out trick plays on them in the tight red zone, and it seemed like they scored at will. Yeah, now I know those scores weren't six points going up, but there were points up on the board for a very stagnant and, and just just terrible-looking offense, though, too. There was zero response to it, DK. But, again, if we're going defense and offense, both of them were trash this past weekend. And I don't care who made big plays where. It was a bad look for Hey, it was almost like LeBro had finally beat Big Bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like now he's 28 and LeBro is finally 18, and he beat him. Like, we look like the the, the old 38 year old, and and they were the 18 year olds that's just living life wild. And, DK. And there's been a lot of that too with the Steelers opponents in general. Like the Texans, for example, led by Demarco Ryan's, who I'm sure was sincere. Demico. Yeah, yeah, Demico Ryan. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I'm sure that he was sincere all week long in saying, hey, the, you know, the Steelers are the model for stability. They're what we <laughs> strive to be and everything else. And then they just go out and they school them. Yeah. And I, I, I mean that intellectually. Okay? Yeah, they did. This wasn't interesting, okay? And these are, to some extent, no offense, Moan, but yeah. you guys, when you're on the field, you are chess pieces. Yeah. More than any other sport, okay? And and this this was grandmaster against somebody playing checkers. It really was, man. And that's what I'm telling you. Both sides. That's what I'm saying. Like, we're both on the same page when it comes down to what it looked like. He out Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin this past weekend. And and just their entire staff, though, too, DK. Uh, Defensively, they they hit him in the mouth. They had a relentless rush against this group. And I did say this, though, too, right, DK? We we mentioned Jonathan Grenard. Who logged the sack this past weekend? He was a guy that wasn't going to take easy on it. I mean, they had a rookie middle linebacker, a rookie outside rusher, and Will Anderson. Some older guys, as far as uh, some older guys, as far as the way their team dynamic is kind of structured, DK. But all in all, it was a bad look. Jerry Hughes in the face of the Kenny Pickett rollout. What was one thing we spoke about that Kenny did in this game? It was one thing that Houston adjusted to. Kenny was moving outside of the pocket. Outside the pocket. And I was going to say it with you. <laughs> what did they do? They 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 played to that. They rushed wide, DK. They hit him up the middle. And the boys up front didn't look good. The running backs, I thought, hit the hit the lanes a little bit better than they had in years and, and weeks past. But you had no time to throw the ball. The ball coming into the wide receiver's hands got raked out time and time and time oh, again. They were terrible. The they head coach hold on absolutely anything. eviscerated them at one point on the sideline. Shoot away an NFL Films crew that was nearby. Just yep. told them to get out of there, which I'm sure NFL Films will take up with the Steelers later in the week. Oh, yeah. Because they have rights to that stuff. He just said, get out of here. And then he just let them have it. It didn't do anything. It didn't do anything. Now, when I talk to the offensive line guys, as you know, I always do, what I got back, and I thought of you. Yeah. Instantly. Why is that? Because what they said more than anything else, these guys, and they weren't making excuses. They didn't say that they were playing good or anything like that, but they said that it sure would be nice if once they got on a little bit of a roll with the running game, they would leave it alone instead of just panicking at the first sign of everything, anything that goes wrong. Okay. Who's that on? Man, that's on the play uh, caller. Uh, yeah, it's not the quarterback. That's on the that's on the okay. offensive co- coordinator at that point, man. So when you see, and Luke is reading what I'm saying here. Yeah, go ahead. Fourth and one, and this moron, okay, this moron has Kenny Pickett line up in a shotgun. Yep. And he has Najee to Kenny's left. And then he spreads out the wide receivers, okay? <laughs> Because that's the only thing that he knows how to do in a passing in a passing formation. He doesn't yeah. know how to trick anybody. Yeah. Okay, he has to advertise to the universe what play is coming. Kenny drops back. Mm-hmm. The line holds a pocket for him. Oh. Isaac Selmalu almost maybe got a little bit beat, but then he recovered. Yeah, the pocket holds. Young Broderick Jones is over on the left side. Who did he have, Moan? He had uh, Grenard. He had Grenard. Okay. And he had him. Yes, he did. He had him. He, and it, then 
Kenny abandons for no reason. His eyes are going forward, and then he goes, Nah, I'm just going to roll left. For, roll left. Just because. And he rolls left right into Grenard. And then there's, you could see him with Broderick Jones going, what it, Hey, what are, you, what are you doing? Yep. Yep. And, yep. And, Kenny's, and Kenny gets hurt. He gets now, hurt. Now, whose fault is that? The coordinator for calling a pass when you just got your run going. Kenny's hurt. That's why the answers are always yes to everything. This is bad. It is bad. And and again, for the flack that the guys up front can take, one thing I will say is no, there's nothing worse than uh, getting blamed for something that's not your fault. And, and Broderick got blamed for that one. That one was on Kenny all the way, man. And I will say this to a few of them like that have been his issue. I say the same things that make you laugh will also make you cry too because we were all fascinated when Kenny did the uh, fake dip run right remember in college and we enjoyed all those things and last week was the exact same thing too with how he rolled out of the pocket you become predictable in that so as a defensive coordinator and D'Amico Ron's is very smart you guys got to remember he was at the head of that San Francisco 49ers defense too the guy knows how to call it it's about personnel when it comes down to what he's capable of doing and how good his defense is Heck, after last weekend, it looked like he's got the personnel in place, DK, to actually mm-hmm. make that a real good defense. You got to think about this. They beat Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville last week. Thrashed okay? Thrashed him. And then go back home with some momentum and beat the Pittsburgh Steelers with a second-year quarterback, a and veteran no head coach, and no offensive line. So if I'm if I'm looking at this tape, I'm saying you were exposed in a lot of different ways. And that's honestly how it felt, DK. A lot mm-hmm. of the things seemed like was bubbling for a little while. And, of course, the wind would cover some stuff up for you. But when you look at what they did to him, they pushed up the middle. And, by the way, Nate Herbig, I know you've been a fan favorite, and I love it. But, dog, if you don't come in in a reserve role, you got to hold up. How do you become starters in this league, DK? You last longer. You proved to them you belong in the lineup. You become career backups by doing what you did in in a pinch like that. Was not okay, man. Uh, But with that being said, yes, uh, Kendrick Green let – and you know what? He deserved to let it lay out the way he did too. To the victor goes the spoils. But they pushed – He was a a victor, okay? Yeah, he was. I I mean, I've been tough on Kendrick Green in his time here. Uh, for the better part of it, I also said that I really like the guy, and he works his rear end off. He goes down there. He's part of an intelligent scheme. He's told how to do this, that, and whatever, and he's given it to given it to him in a, in a it's given to him in a simplified yeah. way because he's brand new. That's not insulting his intelligence. And he goes out there and he performs because he uses that raw upper body strength that had the Steelers so interested in him from the very beginning. But but what they also did to our offensive line was flush Kenny, knowing that he would roll right into a trap. He rolled right into a trap time and time again. The two sacks specifically, two of the sacks specifically, was he rolled into a trap. And I don't want this to be a theme, DK, as we go into this Hey Moan segment here in a second, but this has also been a theme as of late, too. This team cannot, with or without Cam, it seems like stop a nosebleed when it comes down to the running game. Damian Pierce had a day, and I'm talking about gashes of runs too, DK. I don't think we've seen this be a trend as much as this possibly has in, 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 in recent years, man. He was getting yards big time. And they were averaging 2.6 per carry coming in. Okay, so what does that tell you? Okay, yeah. Because everybody has done it to the Steelers. Everybody. Yeah. You're out and, and they were going to do it, meaning the running. Okay, yeah. everybody has run on the Steelers. Everybody. Yep. Okay. I mean, my goodness. Uh, Nick Chubb goes down, and Cleveland just brings in their backups to go busting 60 plus yarders. They like did. it's nothing. They did. And one that one because of defense, man. So the structure of it right now seems to be uh, fragile, DK. Is that fair to say? It's fragile right now. I. Actually, and, and, I, I hope it is. But, but it's, it, you no, know, it, it is, and this is the reason why. And I see, of course, uh, Mark Lancaster. You got this up, up here. Uh, Mark says, go ahead and fire Canada, dot, dot, dot. The problem will remain, Mike Tomlin. Not being able to scheme a defensive strategy against Kendra Green and the rest of the third-string practice squad linemen. Fair. But I'll say this, too. That D-line got is you-know-what kick, too. They did. 
This is accurate. This is accurate. We have a lot of different stuff to discuss when we come back with the only segment that matters. Yes, spicy too, y'all. That's hey, Mo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, Chris Lynn says, was DK's flight the same as the team's? No, we don't fly. Reporters don't fly uh, with any teams that we cover because that's a journalism tradition. That's how we maintain our independence. We're not, de- we're not dependent on the teams that we cover for anything. Yeah. Uh, there are incredibly rare exceptions to that in the event of an emergency or something like that. It's only happened to me twice. So, okay. Uh, uh, but for the, you know, it's not like politics where everybody gets on the campaign plane. Or any, <laughs> there's, well, there's just no way to do that. There's just too many campaign stops. This is it. So no, the answer to that is, 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 is definitely a no. Um, TJ says here, almost feels like all the outside voices yelling for Canada's job makes Tomlin not want to do it that much more. Uh, make Tomlin not want to do what, coach anymore? No, this is – can I take this one? Please, because okay. that one's what, got me yeah. right there. Yeah. Now, what TJ's saying here, I, I, I got this one right away because it's media-based. He's saying almost feels like all the outside voices – calling for Canada's job makes Tomlin not want to do it that much more. Um, people, uh, fans in general of, of all sports uh, and all three of Pittsburgh's teams immensely over-inflate the impact that the national uh, media, the ESPNs and so forth, have in Pittsburgh and on the teams. They just don't. They just don't. When you, t- when you, when you talk to people with the teams here – They'll, they're way more interested in what's being written and said locally because that's, you know, that's that they're here. That's in their backyard. That affects them and their season ticket base, most of it anyway. And is Tomlin hunkering down because of something that Stephen A. Smith screamed about today? No. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say here. No. I I, I want to go right here real quick, man. It's actually very knowledgeable what this person said, and I appreciate mm-hmm. the comment too, DK. Uh, as we enter into the Hey Moan segment, it's this one right here, and it's fair to have this opinion, Ooh. but I think it's also fair to kind of roll it back just a little bit. Okay, okay? The, the useless knowledge, and I don't force says this team stinks. Okay, that's fair. No rhyme or reason to how they win. We can say that as it stands right now for the first four weeks. Is it time for new ownership? We have heard that the runes are cheapskates when it comes to coaches. We literally move everyone up in houses, maybe out of timeless control. Changing the ownership, though. I, I, I don't know how much of the structure is going to change when it comes down. If you do decide to make a move like that, if they decide they're going to share, uh, sell their shares of ownership, man, DK may jump in front of this one more than I will, but I just can't see many owners voluntarily selling net shares of an NFL team. So I get you're upset, but that's just one right there. It was just like, if it's on the field, it's on the field. Coaches get fired for poor play. I don't think ownership's willing to give up the billion-dollar baby to uh, just because they feel you feel like they're dated. They go find an updated coach or coaches if that's the case. George says, sorry, DK, the organization is at a crossroads. The team is soft. George, where are we disagreeing here? What's the sorry for? Yeah. You make it sound like I'm saying things are awesome. Everything is terrible right now. Okay, yeah. George, get that part clear. You don't need to be apologizing. Okay, I'm not the Steelers. <laughs> okay. A little bit of Kane says, how can Tomlin and Rooney not be embarrassed by this team? They are. They said it. it after the game. Look at his face on the sideline. I'll say this. This may be one of the first time I've ever seen him with those of type that, of expressions. Huh? Mm-hmm. Like his expressions were, I, I don't even know how to explain them, DK, in enough words other than fed up, pissed off. But you also got to say uh, the old coaching adage goes what, DK? Either you're coaching it or you're allowing it. Like that's also the truth behind it. There's a lot of pressure that goes in behind that job. 
Where are you at on this one, man? Because you're shaking your head at this, DK. How how are you feeling it? Is it on him as if much? You're, if you're in, I don't care. Here's the thing. If you're embarrassed by the performance, not by what people like me and you say, not right. you know, Stephen, Stephen A. Smith or whoever screaming about it, not fans on social media, not fans in the comment sections on YouTube or anywhere else. Yeah. If they're not embarrassed just by what took place on that field and what's been going on for four games now, if they're still going to prioritize loyalty over winning Sunday against Baltimore, over winning the rest of these 13 games that they still have to play, if that if that's their priority, is that we have to maintain our our little aura here and and uh, go ahead, okay? But that's what it feels like, Moan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that, that's the part that I can't stomach. Okay, Matt Canada isn't important in the overall scope of the Steelers' history. He's not even going to qualify as a footnote for however much longer he's around. So why are they taking an entire season? And just rolling it under the bus for him. Yeah. That's fair. I, That's the part that I don't like. I got nothing right here. Peripheral Saint says, hey, Moan, collectively, we fire Matt Canada every week while giving the defensive coordinator a pass. We've been getting gashed all season. Is Terrell Austin finally on the hot seat as well? Yeah. There are no hot seats. Yeah, either you get fired or you're not in this yeah. league, man. I, I'll say this too. How, if, if that's the case... And we're looking at this team as far as giving up, despite the plays that Minka make, despite the plays that TJ make and Alex and all those types of guys. If we're questioning both coordinators, DK, that is neglect on a lot of different levels, man. Because if we end the season, I'm not sure how many cases where both head, where both offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator get fired, and the head coach is also safe too. Now, I'm not suggesting one thing or another, but if the performance is that low on both sides of the ball, DK. That's asking a lot. You usually clean house in those situations. Hot seat, DK, I'm okay to say it's on a hot seat because under his tenure, we have seen this defense go on the road primarily and give up a lot. Heck, let's go home a few weeks ago, though. The 70-yarder that was given up in, in the Cleveland game. Think about that. Yes, this defense won it, but there's a lot of chunk plays against better teams that you lose those games in blowouts. That what happened in Sunday, a 30-6 to game against the Texans who are fully engulfed in a rebuild oh, is horrendous. Oh. And yes. that's why I also was thinking about today. Is it fair? It, like I wanted to ask the question, but it's almost idiotic to bring up though. DK, is this what a rebuild looked like? Because if it's true, you just got fleeced by a team that's actually in a rebuild through ownership, through head coach, through, they went through three coaches in three years and paid two of them to leave town after year one. Watch how calmly I can take this next one. You ready? Go. Okay. Okay. Three Kings Kennel says, Hey, Moan, did you see the Bears coach getting chewed out by the media? No, no, because that doesn't happen. That is not the role of media. Media don't go into a room to chew people out. You go there to ask questions. Okay. That's professional conduct of a journalist, not just in sports, but in all walks of life. You don't go into a presidential news conference either and say, you are terrible presidents. You are whatever. It just doesn't happen. Okay. He says further, the Roonies would never let them do that. Can we please dispense with all these wacky theories about the media? Moan, they're not going to believe it coming from me. Please tell them. We don't go in there and berate people. We're asking questions. And then sometimes they may be hard questions that you guys want yes. to hear. And yeah. here's what I've learned. Because you think it's making somebody uncomfortable, which isn't our goal either. It's just to it's, ask questions. You're looking for answers in this. Yeah. A, a real quick pro tip that I figured out, and not in this market, but also in Nashville too, everybody knows everybody. From the GM to the coaches, there are relationships to be had. Now, whether or not you have a more cordial relationship with somebody or not, that's person to person. But to think one hates the other, no. They're trying to tell stories and get articles as much as anybody that's else it. can. We're going for information. Why did, for you information. Run, why did you run on the fourth and one? You don't say, in other words, when you're asking this question, you don't go, are you an idiot? Are you just some kind of dope, you know, because the – 
you know, this is what this is what this individual is suggesting happened in with the Bears, and there's no way that it did. Yeah, yeah. And by yeah. the way, the Roonies would never let them do that. The Roonies aren't my boss, right? Okay, I don't run my questions past anybody. They don't like a lot of my questions. I don't care. I'm not trying to make anybody uncomfortable or make them cringe so that everybody in social media can go, hey, DKS, it's a tough question. Way to go, DK. Way to stick it to them. Yeah, man. No, man. I just need the inf- I need the information for my column because I want to relay to my readers or here to you. Mm-hmm. Why did you run this fourth and one play? Why? Yeah, and, and the other thing, too, for the reporters or whatever you want to call them, right, DK, that ask those yeah, questions? Yeah, sure, sure. Most times, they don't get that answer they're looking for anyway. So to go in and be a, a, a prick about it, you usually don't get those answers. You get the social media buzz from being the guy that asked it, but you but don't still don't get, get the an answer. answer. And yeah, this, and the goal is to get yeah. the answer. Yeah, and, and this know, show which isn't is why about I was that. Frustrated. Yeah, which is why but, I was frustrated in Las Vegas. When I asked Mike Tomlin about the offense three separate times, twice in succession, and he just wouldn't answer. Now, eventually, you reach the point where you go, all right, this isn't Guantanamo Bay. I can't just put him in an orange jumpsuit and waterboard him, okay? You know, at that point, you just say, all right, what else you got? Because he doesn't have to answer it. By the way, he didn't answer when he was asked about fourth and one. He didn't. Would not. Would not. Wouldn't do it here. Uh, AJ says, hey, Moan, honest opinion. Can Mike Tomlin work with creative coaches who are not yes men, meaning he won't override their strategy? I don't know. That's going to be fascinating. Uh, what 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 is that determined? I always thought Todd Haley went against him as much as possible. The Dick LeBeau did his own thing. He asked anybody that was a part of that defense. That was Dick LeBeau's side of the ball. Did was there suggestions? Yes, there are suggestions from every head coach when it comes down to game plan and play calling, specifically when you're a defensive minded one, too. I've seen offensive minded coaches do the exact same thing. Why are we having a conversation between Eric Bienemy and, 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 and Coach Reed? Like this happens at every level. This is just fire, this is just ultra focused because it's happening in Pittsburgh and we're losing right now. That's why. And here's the other thing you're two and two on the season as it stands right now. There is a lot that has to get fixed with this. Yes, I think he's capable of doing it, but it's a matter of where you go find those guys. That when there is a defensive philosophy that he likes, and it seems to be there's a philosophy offensively that will not change because that's the identity that, hey, you guys love, I played under, and it seemed like they want to keep it going on. The, the uh, a Zebra doesn't change his stripes a whole lot unless you implode the entire thing. Now, again, if you guys feel this way now, about being two and two and losing to some teams that 49ers, one of the best teams in. But this Texas team was a terrible loss. And football is very emotional, too. So let's talk about, like, exactly when it comes down to picking coaches and coordinators and stuff like that. Are you willing to implode and say, screw it, start the entire thing over with? Some may say, yeah, that's a question you got to ask yourself as a fan. Can you stomach what Chicago's going through? Um, no. And then they're they're mercifully I mean, not they're, they're they're mercifully not our problem here. But, Robert Gearhart wants Rooney to sell <laughs> to the top bidder. They're not they're not going to be for sale. Okay, well here's this too. Okay, and I saw this and I was like, oh, it's going to get serious. Today was probably a horrible day for everybody involved. Why is Polecat put up here? And this come up a couple times. You took it down. Oh, I took it down. Uh, no, I didn't. On, oh, that was on yeah. me. Why is Paul Cat put up here is, in, quote, er, uh, in quotation marks, Coach Tomlin's quote from last night, hell yeah, we're going to make changes. Just another mojo comment just to shut us dumb fans and media up. No. Again, I'm not coming to Coach Tomlin's defense on this. The man hates losing just like everybody else does in that room too. To, to def- try to defend someone uh, as far as losing or him trying to shut you up, I don't think that's the case. Nobody wants to lose. There's a lot of pride that goes into it. Now, is it frustrating to try to figure out how you win or how you lose? Yeah, we understand what it was looking like on that field yesterday. Three and out, three and out, three and out. Sack. Couldn't stop the run. Couldn't stop the pass. And then, of course, this all happened at the hands of a rookie head coach with a rookie field team with a rookie quarterback. That's got to suck today. Bob Schreiner gets it. This is like your attorney. The media is not there to express or confirm your anger. Uh, Every single time anybody on Twitter or anywhere sends me a thing that says, hey, when you get down there, go ask Tomlin this, they're unfollowed. 
We don't, <laughs> I, I no like that moan because yeah. I, I have no use for it. I don't need anybody to tell me how to do my job. My job is asking questions for the column that I'm writing. And the readers don't know the column that I'm writing before I write it. Often I don't even know what that is. Joe says once they start seeing empty seats in the stands, they will bail on Tomlin. You mean the franchise that's sold out every game since 1972? Money's already made on that end. That concession <laughs> yeah. stance is a different story. But you got to remember, there are people who pass their tickets on in their will. Right, DK? Isn't that stories oh, that are being yeah, written? absolutely. So, so that means money's says, already made. People want hard questions, but that doesn't get you answers. Yeah, but remember, P TJ, the reason that they want hard questions is they're mad and they want to see the people at the other end of those questions squirming and, yep. and looking uncomfortable and everything. That's not even remotely our job. That's not our role. Okay, but again, the, the misconceptions about what it is that we do here. David Ham says, remember when the offense was able to get over 400 yards? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, man. And again, I hate to say you guys because it's not everybody, but a lot of this fan base wanted seven out quickly. And remember, we talked about that. And of course, going to get Kenny isn't the band-aid I think everybody was looking forward to. It's almost fair to start using that term in a sense, like until he figured himself out. This is almost two years. No, this is two years in a row. He's run into trouble himself, DK, as far as either the concussion or running into sacks where he get himself hurt. Like, this has to correct itself, and I mean fast, whether it's the play set up and the coaching at the quarterback, co uh, quarterback coach or whether it's offensive coordinator put him in bad spots. Rolling in the sacks is not a good thing, DK. No, no. Chris says if DK went in there and told Tomlin he sucked, then he probably wouldn't be allowed back. You're right, Chris, but you know who wouldn't allow me back? Me, yeah. because that would be conduct completely <laughs> – uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Moan? Detrimental to you? To, to you. <laughs> it, it's just not okay in journalism. No. That's not how you conduct yourself. You're there to ask questions as an observer for the content that you're creating. Okay? So for, I would be the one that kicked me out. Would you walk into your boss's office, unless you're ready to be fired, and tell him <laughs> you suck? Well, you because wouldn't do that in a partnership. But no, yeah. but it's a partnership is what you're saying when it comes down to asking these hard questions, DK. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, Clay I, I, says, genuinely curious, what do you need to do to get fired from this organization? That's for you, Moan. Does Canada need to murder okay, somebody yeah, at this you point? You really don't want this, this answer. You want to know why? Hmm. Y'all don't really want this answer. What does it take for you to get fired by this organization? Did you guys ask that question whenever Martavis was getting in trouble? Did hmm. you ask that question when you wanted Le'Veon back on the field? Did you ask that question when AB has stories going on around? Did you ask that question with Ben? Did you ask that question with Santonio? What about Plexico? What about everybody that's had a situation on this team? Did you ask that question or did you want them back? Y'all know the NFL is a very forgiving league when it comes down to guys proving their worth. You can fire everybody in the house, right? What does it fix if you're firing everybody? Again, we understand Matt Canada is an issue. This defense also had his issues yesterday. And, yes, Mike Thomas has had, I don't know what you want to call his career in the last 10 years. There's been no Super Bowl, no anything right now, right? Barely any playoff losses. I mean, wins. So when it comes down to you want to fire and implode anything, I will ask the question again. Do you want to be the Chicago Bears? Because the goal in order to get to a Super Bowl it's consistently find ways to bend, win and stack wins, right? That's what you want. And eventually, when you get the right quarterback, now everybody understands that there is an involvement of the offensive and defensive line. Finding a stud cornerback, right? Pat P mm -hmm. has looked not the part as of late, okay? And then you continually knock at that door. You continually keep answering the call, right? And then right. everything comes together. And then you have a Super Bowl era. Ask Cincinnati how they feel right now. I mean, you're more, I think, more ahead of Cincinnati, and they got the highest-paid quarterback in the world, in the history of the league, and they that's still amazing. can't figure it out. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. Jay Quest says the misconception, again, referring to the questions, is that you think we want them squirming. We want them being held accountable. That's fine. Also not our job. It just isn't. It's not remotely part of the job. We're there to ask questions for the content that we're creating. 
if that happens to dovetail with something, whatever anyone would perceive to be as accountability, I know I'm blowing up everybody's dreams here, okay? <laughs> but this is this is how journalism has worked for 150 yeah. years in this country, and it's not on the cusp of changing. Yeah, uh, we no are just doubt. we are not there, whether it's sports or anything else, to satisfy anybody's this or that accountability or urges or anger. You'll never get an answer either way. You just and, and then there's also that You're, because he knows what it is that he wants to say when he goes in there, and he's not going to break from it. Uh, to become a member of of our show here, go to dkps.net/slash/join. That's that's how to do this. Uh, we have whew, a lot of people came. We in. got a lot of questions. <laughs> we got a lot of questions. But we also have a lot of viewers here, and. Uh, uh, not so much in the way of likes. Only only about one out of every seven uh, people who's in here right now has hit the like. Come on, y'all. Y'all uh, know the rules, man. Hit that yeah, like what, button, man. What's Yeah, what's that all about? I don't know what it is, DK, because... Uh, Here's what I... At the, uh, at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where I stopped for gas from the airport today, quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs... Fine-tune every detail so that every sub, burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they call crave-ability. Order your favorite entry at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it. Big Ben covered up. Bad coaching for years, says Useless Knowledge 904. I, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure that's true to an extent. Sometimes you got to out, uh, out, out, outplay coaching. That's a real thing. Robert, ask him what is the standard. No, Robert, you ask him. Go to a game and you ask him. Unless yeah. I'm writing about the standard, I'm not going to ask. Yeah. Um, I got one that's really solid. Well, it's not really solid. I think it's fair that we get this one out of the way. You ready? Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go from uh, Isaac. Uh, thanks for the contribution. Isaac oh, goes. I'm uh, glad you point this one out. Oh, yeah. Good. Isaac goes, kind of scary when an announcer says, Canada told him we aren't made to come back. Why is this question? Why is this guy still there? Tomlin is loyal to a fault. You you like this one, DK? Go ahead. I do like it because Canada has actually said this many many times, but it only became news yesterday. It's something that he's repeated for three years, and the reasoning behind it is that the offense is built to well, theoretically, to run. That's all. There's nothing else to it. It's not. If the kind of offense, like when you guys were there, Moan, you guys could score any number of ways, including big plays, big yeah. threats, and everything else. A.B. was a threat for six points every time he breathed near football. Yep. Okay? So you wouldn't have said that with that group. We aren't made to come back as a reference to the running game. But, look, I'm being really rough on Matt Canada here today. Moan is as well, and you guys are. But if that guy had told the announcer that he had just developed a cure for cancer – we would have found something bad about it. Okay. He, yeah. There's nothing Canada can say. Yeah. But this was not news in any way, shape, or form. He says this all the time. And I think he says it in a fair context. They're not an explosive offense. But when you look at it, though, too, yesterday you had Lyman being pushed into the running backs for tackle for losses, though. Is right. that a Matt Canada thing or is that a player thing? Like, there's a lot of player accountability that goes into this, too. Like, everybody inside of that building right now will tell you that they stink. It might be one guy that had a good day, DK, but I couldn't tell you who, man. I legitimately couldn't. Nobody on the defense logged the sack for whatever that stack, uh, you know, matters. I mean, just all in all, this this sucks. It just does. No, this, this sucks on a lot of levels, and it requires something other than the whole hunkering down fix that you always get from this head coach. But you know what you're going to get this week, Moan? Tell them. Wednesday, what happens? A, a hard reset, DK. Hard reset. A hard reset is going to happen. Uh, I see a question that was asked, and it's very fair, man. And I, I think this is uh, this is what we had in the season to ask this question, man, from my guy David. You ready? Mm -hmm. David sends in a contribution also says this. Hey, Moan. What is a tape watching session like week one and week four? From week one to week four, what are you watching? Bad tape, good tape, other teams in the NFL success tape. Is there any fixable? If it, is any of this fixable this season? I told you guys it's kind of where I've been laying my head. That we'll know what this team is in the first six, uh, first four to six weeks. We've hit four. They're two and two on the season. Lost bad to the 49ers. Built one, two in a row. They needed a streak, but squeeze one of them out through defense only. Can we be honest about the? Uh, about the Cleveland game. That was strictly defense. And I say this, as much as this team has done, they will solely win because of the defense. 
And if you don't have much of an offense, there ain't much to be had. I don't care how much we love George, Pat, Najee, Jalen, Broderick, name them. You can name them all you want to. If this offense can't score any points, then you have nothing. So what do you do? You squeeze out Kenny if he's back there. Now Mitch, potentially, and then Mason, depending on if they can protect for him. You have a group that's young. You have a group that's trying to figure out how to play football and how to win with not a whole lot of guidance. And that right there doesn't really come from the coach on that one. Guidance from a coach can be told you. They can't show you. Those guys in this offense have to know how to play ball and win. But how much can you sit there in that room, though, Moan, and say, you know what, if it wasn't for this dumb scheme. You say that I, a lot. That's yeah, what do. I'm thinking here. No, yeah, you I, say that. And, and if okay. there was murmurs of it happening after the game from the big boys, DK. What is the Coach Tomlin's biggest saying? We follow the big guys. Ben would dap us up every game. We go as you guys go. If the big boys are saying, why don't we just stick with what we're doing right? Then that's probably your answer, too. But it's also on those guys to drop their cojones on the table, DK, and say what they want, either from Coach Pat Meyer or from one of the veteran guys inside that room. You're not there to just punch a clock. Everybody gets paid, and we get that. Heck, we're past three weeks now. For the guys that have vested, their salary's guaranteed. What about the winning component of it? Like, that's one thing I will say, and I don't want to be that back-in-my-day guy, but here's the thing. If you see something wrong inside that building, say something. Say something. Act something. Heck, for a while... We we had to pay for it lunch. You know what happened? Hey, we wanted to talk to somebody that could play that could that could change that. It was, it was something real low, like three dollars for lunch. It was nothing biggie. But what do we say, man? We're here all day. We went and got a problem fixed, and that's an off the field issue. We're talking about what really matters inside the room. That's winning and losing. Like this group has not a lot of guidance, DK. That's where I would say the first four weeks of this season told me, on the field. You can instruct somebody all you want to, but if they pull a dummy mission or they get set up in a certain way, that's a hard day at the office, regardless of where you play and how good you are. Peripheral Saint has become a member, and that's cool because we read Peripheral Saint's question earlier in the show. If you want to become a member, you can do that by going to dkps.net slash join. If you're looking for the merch... We have heard that a good many of you are doing that. It's wide open and available to everybody. A lot of selection, too, there. Go to dkps.net slash Ramon shop. We got a nice size order over the weekend, Moan. Yeah. From a a certain individual goes by Ron Slay. (laughs) That's because I buy his merch, man. That's my dog. (laughs) I I like that one. That's awesome. I like that one a lot. I had I got a big smile on my face when I saw that one. That's dope, man. Shout out to my brother. In. Brian says, at this point, let's translate the pray- playbook to Braille and let a blind man call plays. Probably won't see a difference. Might even be better. I don't see why not. What would limit a blind person from being able to, to do something <laughs> like that? Uh, Blake says, uh, hey, DK, let's just say I was upset. Kenny's injury pushed me over the edge, and I have no hope. I'm hoping that you... And my emotions. That seems a little harsh. That is a little harsh right there. I actually start that one right there. Kenny's injury pulled you over the top. Well, guess what? That's a part of the game in a sense right there, man. Uh, And Kenny got to learn to protect himself a whole lot more. Again, he went back to those happy feet I feel like we saw in that uh, 49ers game. And that's just calling it how it is on what the tape suggests. Yeah. um, I have a, a couple others here. Rich says, and I love Pat P, but man. Over his head with a rookie. Come on. And Pat P got he got beat clean there. It's been a few this this year where I'm almost just like I, I know, of course, he's a pro, but Pat gotta step it up. It's it's been numerous times this year. It's been either right over or his not. head or right behind him. And or he, not. Yeah. Put the other put the kid in. I mean, that that that's one where you start to question, especially if we get midway through the season and nothing has changed, DK. Yeah, I, 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 that's been my number one thing that I would advocate going into this week because I don't think either of the corners has been good with due respect to the three interceptions that they had the previous week in Las Vegas. Uh, I, I need to see Joey Porter Jr. out there. I think that needs to be part of the change. Uh, the Steelers are softer in the secondary than I think most people are discussing because yep. there are so many other issues uh, at the moment. Yep. 
Uh, Jay Quest says, uh, oh, you're not blowing up my dream, DK. If we, the fan, have a voice, the media is our mouthpiece. No, no. Bone, make this stop. We are not anybody's <laughs> mouthpiece. I'm trying to. The they only, are your When reporters. I'm in the locker room, when I'm in the locker room, who am I there for? Me, <laughs> yeah. our outlet, okay? Yeah. And then I produce content, and our readers do whatever it is that they want with it. But I'm not representing anybody in there other than our company. No doubt. I saw this one, too. Missing Cam Sutton yet? Yeah, mm-hmm. we've missed him and Mike Hilton and a few others, too. I mean, let's be honest about it. Mm-hmm. Business is business is why Cam's not in town. So you mm-hmm. thought, and that's a part of, my bad, DK, that's a part that's of right. free agency, too, is missing sometimes. Mike says, uh, hey, Moan and DK, seems that there's always someone unblocked. in the, Yes, in the backfield, while there are multiple double teams in the blocking schemes. What is that, Moan? Man, is it scheme? I think it is, DK. Because I sent you a picture earlier today. I sent you you a picture earlier today. Saved. (laughs) I sent you a picture earlier today, and I said, this happens all too often. Now, it's easy for me to blame the boys up front on some of this, but when you have a lineman pulling, you got some guys that may not be good at stopping the front side. There were five offensive linemen staring at a man in the backfield, and that wasn't the quarterback. Like, it was – DK, it it was a bad look, and this happens often. Maybe it's predictable. Maybe they're popping the center where you don't need them to in those moments right there. Maybe it's predictable in how this team is running this offense to where defenses know, hey, second and eight, let's do a run blitz. I sent this to DK earlier. Move it over. Yep. Look, I mean – Look at their face. Look at their heads. Isaac is flat-footed, essentially. Yeah. Chooks is still blocking, but where is Kenny rolling? Right into it. This is an active play. Do you know what those offensive linemen can achieve by looking back at Kenny? Nothing. Nothing. Help. Look out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, watch out for the big guy. Who was it, 93 right there? was beelining into his back. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to say it starts with with the with the scheme a little bit, DK. At this point, it's, it's, it happens often in that game. Clarence Washington says, "Why can't we stop the run? What's missing there? What do you see in Moan when they're going, especially right up the middle?" Honestly, DK, a lot of that's personnel. Just they're getting whooped. Whether that's the style of uh, technique that they're playing or they're aborting their technique, I know Coach Dunbar is a very thorough guy. He's put some all pros in this league, okay? I trust his teaching method, but you look at it and you kind of say to yourself, Coach Dunbar can't be teaching this. Not the one that I know, DK. You know him very well, too. It may be, y'all. And again, it's okay to say this, but this is still the the, the aftermath of losing the franchise quarterback and a bunch of older guys leaving that locker room. The personnel may be a little bit down. And Cam, as much of a hero that he can be for you, it's only so many reps that he can play if he was out there too. So if you've been asking for Keanu, DeMarvin, uh, Isaiah, I mean, Adams, Montrevious Adams, are they what your expectations have been? I know Keanu Ben has a little bit of, you know, hope in him, right, DK? Mm-hmm. But they couldn't stop a nosebleed at all. I mean, it, they didn't crush him in the run game, but situationally, they won a lot. Well, one of the changes that's going to happen, it has to happen this week, so. is that Braden Fajoko is just has to be elevated uh, and to get into the game. His specialty is run stopping. For some insane reason, he's yet to get a hat. Uh, that absolutely has to change, especially now with DeMarvin Leal and concussion protocol. We'll see how that goes. But even if, mm. okay, if you're not stopping the run, get the hell off the field. DK, okay? they ain't really stopping the pass either, though. <laughs> he said first problem first first problem first my bad <laughs> first problem first you're right that's on me i was, I was speaking too quickly but that's that's how that goes josh oh. mitchell comes in with a contribution and by the way thanks to everybody yes uh who's been doing that says hey moan why are we the Rooney's the coach and everybody okay with this play calling? Do we get rid of Kenny? No, we get rid of Canada, who's had time to show his skills. What do we do? Absolutely heartbreaking. Josh, I just appreciate the completely fragmented panic <laughs> of your comment there. You're like, ah, everything sucks. Everything sucks. <laughs> Losing does that, man. It, And that's all you really can say, Josh. Appreciate the contribution, but 
You're right. This is a lot of different issues right now. It just is. Nobody cares about the Houston Texans outside of Houston, but Jacob Riley says props to C.J. Stroud. Houston definitely has a guy. Uh, Obviously, we still have questions with our quarterback, but talent-wise, can Stroud really be that much better? Moan, the thing that jumps out at me and that that did again yesterday, the maturity and the cool and his body language. How about that little run off to the left? Whenever he didn't see anything, and he doesn't like – he's not a natural talking runner. He prefers to hold the pocket. I would say if I'm the Steelers, I would have Kenny Pickett watch some of that. Have to. Yeah. Uh, And here's the thing, DK. In order to get CJ, they had to suck. So if you got questions of (laughs) one of them, you see where I keep going. Yeah. You see what – next year's quarterback class is nice. I know you don't like – Talk college ball, DK. It's yeah. a nice class. I know you want you one of those, man. No, it's it's not just the main. <laughs> it's not just the main guy either. There's uh, well, there's also a certain wide receiver who's going to be available too. Oh, yeah, I know. Marvin, uh, Marvin, Har- yeah. Harvin, Marison, Harvin Marison is his Some, name. Something like that. Uh, AJ comes in, and we're going to be taking just a couple more today. Says, "Hey, Moan, last year Kenny Pickett got better throughout the year." Now, we know that Coach Flo played a role in that. Since Flo departed, could we be seeing a regression because of a lack of adequate guidance? Eh, nah, uh, the, the coach, coach Flo would, would be in a situation, Flores, that is, to where it's, it's a friendship, not a coach. Um, he's not directly guiding him. It's not what I see in those situations right there. You saw a friendship between a player and a coach. I don't think... That would be the case because here's what I would also say. Coach Flores has a phone. If he wanted to text Kenny some inspirational stuff, which is what he would have been able to do because he's not his quarterback coach, then he can do that. I I get what you're asking of, but I'll say this too, AJ. When it comes down to Kenny's progress, we said this what too, DK? Your biggest jump needs to be from year one to year two. That's on Kenny. That ain't no coach guiding him, man. I don't want to make that excuse at all. Yeah, I, I think just in, in, in general, the the whole Brian Flores and Kenny thing got completely overblown. Brian Flores had one session with Kenny where he worked with him on two-minute offenses, and Flores was instructing him from the standpoint of the defense. What is it that bothers the defense? What is it that the defense doesn't want to deal with? So he was educating Kenny on one very specific thing. So the idea that, yeah, Flores was some sort of mentor or guide to Kenny, that that's that's not accurate here. AJ also comes in with what a twist. Canada might not even be the worst coach on the staff. They are all <laughs> drinking maple syrup. So my Canada. <laughs> Byron Leftwich is the answer, says Vic. He was a proven National Football League quarterback, Super Bowl winning coordinator. He knows the Steelers' culture and could help KP8 be a better quarterback. Why hasn't Byron gotten the job, Moan? I want to believe that, but again, Victor, I just don't know. We we we, we all were sold that that Canada was going to bring this innovative college style offense in, right? Well, and I know brought, more the college part. He did bring it because it's kind of <laughs> amateur, is what you're saying, DK. <laughs> but I I don't want to put that on Byron Leftwich right now because again, he comes in and he's not what you think he is. It's going to be exactly this right here, as William Duffy McDuffie said. Like, offense hung them out to dry if it's not what you think it is. And I want I, I start that one, DK, for this reason. The defense also sold itself out to dry, too. Ugh. 30 points, that's just, that like that. Wasn't no pick six. Yeah, I, I saw somebody earlier. I mean, we have a, just a zillion comments today. Uh, but I saw something flash by earlier that said that, you know, they were gotten tired and everything. Yeah, but not on the first series. Right. <laughs> okay. Not on the first series. I mean, they just got em- emasculated. I like this one right here, DK. One more before we get ready, mate. Sergio comes in and says, hey, Mo, any chance we trade for Fields this year? Not after the way Chase Claypool no. was acting. <laughs> he was a healthy scratch this week. You think Chicago want to do business with us again? I doubt it. Oh, man. Yeah, you see a 412 area code coming <laughs> on at Soldier Field. They're like, nope. <laughs> no. Those are absolutely the people who sold not. Us. They sold us Claypool, man. No yeah. thanks. 
<laughs> all right, Moan. Well, that's all the time we have Ooh. for today. Gave it a little bit extra because, you know, I had a feeling this was going to happen. Yeah, DK. Uh, so. Josh just sent another one in too, man. We'll have to maybe maybe catch him after uh, the 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 credits. DK, what you think, man? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. All hey, right. therapy. All right, Josh Mitchell. He says, hey, Moan, remember dropping a 52-piece on the Panthers? I watched that this morning to feel good. DK, I listen to you every morning in the truck, smacking the console, saying, this man is right. See, I, I, I'm all right with hearing some of that, Moan. 52, <laughs> you, points, 52 points on Carolina? You need this too, DK. Like, legitimately. I Like, I, I, I've been around you long enough. I feel like that you... You are up a little bit on this one, DK, because it's frustrating on what was supposed to happen down there. Like, I don't ever want to call you a fan because you're a reporter. No, 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 no. It, but, but you, it's, you've the been around it long f- enough. Yeah, the, yeah. But the job itself is more fun. Uh, yeah. I love bouncing around the locker room and asking guys, hey, what did you do on this play here that made yeah. it work? And then you'll ask somebody and they'll say afterward, they'll go, hey, thanks. Yeah. Meaning thanks for seeing what it was that I contributed to that play. Yeah, uh, because maybe that guy would. I enjoy that man. That's goosebumpy stuff for me, and it makes yes. for better material. And by the way, it's a funny thing, Moan. When the Steelers are winning and you write columns, they're all great. I know. Oh yeah. man, that that column that just really hit. That was awesome, yeah. fantastic. But when like today, yeah, the reaction to today's column is you you didn't call out so and so, and you placed the blame on this guy when you should have placed it on that guy. I'm the same guy. Whether it win or lose, yeah. But man, it it makes it makes a difference. Yeah, it, it, does. it really does. I know it does, man. And and also too, Mike and them. I see you said your LSU friends laughed at the hiring of a uh, a Matt Canada man. Maybe they should have called in. Okay, maybe they should have called into the interview process. By the way, man, you guys took a bad one to Ole Miss this weekend too. Oh, Sorry for your just, loss. He was just sorry for your loss of you there on the show. This is, this is, you're just sorry for your loss to somebody here. That's a I verb. I did, man. I, I did. Oh, I did. I did. No. I did, DK. Whoo. Yeah. Uh, rough day. Rough day, y'all. Yeah. And, and Timmy's going to get the final word today. Timmy says, I'm with this team through thick and thin. Take the good with the bad, even if it's bad right now. It's bad, Tim. It's bad. Yeah. I don't I don't see any casual answers to this. I don't see any let's go, it's Baltimore week kind of answers. Can you handle Baltimore? That's a real question. There's not a whole lot of fat, happy and sassy fans out there right now, DK. A lot of uh fragile, now skinny, sad, and mad folks out here. And coming into this building, yeah, coming into Pittsburgh. I don't like anything about this. Me, you know? DK. Right now, right now, there's just, it, it's just bad. Yeah. It's it bad. Is. And, and Lamar. If you don't hear from the head coach tomorrow, where, by the way, Darren asked me, what are the primary questions that I'm currently considering? I'm sure he means for the press conference tomorrow. My questions will all be based on hockey because that's where I'll be tomorrow. I have to, I'm covering hockey the next two days practice, and then there's a preseason game at the arena the following night. Yeah. Uh, that's just how, that's what like, I was trying to tell you guys earlier. It's content-based. That's the content that I'm going to require of myself over the next couple of days. I'm not even going to be doing football. So it's not like, I can't wait to get to the press conference to ask the tough questions so everybody can talk about me or whatever. It's just not how it goes. And the people that spew out that that acid at times, they're probably not even in a locker room like that. The ones that want to, you know, burn down. Oh, yeah. Hall. Yeah. Or no, at Coach Tomlin's press conference. They're not – in the locker room they don't ask those questions in person they make these suggestions and start these articles from the confines of the house behind the laptop that they carry around with them again these people do not go inside that building and ask those hard questions well when the when the press conferences used to be televised the late great stan savern was the host and everything and that they were shown live 
And these reporters would show up, first of all, who weren't there all week long. These reporters would show up with suits and ties. Like, who the hell are you? And it was because it all just became a show. Yeah. They wanted to be the one to ask the tough question yeah. and sound all super TV like or whatever. Yeah. And and everyone would talk about them on social media and build them. These weren't these aren't the actual people. Yeah. That Ooh. stopped, by the way. When the live shows stopped, when the live press conferences on TV stopped, all of a sudden all the suits and ties stopped coming. Of course. They were doing it for themselves. DKPS.net slash join is where to become a member. DKPS.net slash Ramon shop. The place where Ron Slay goes yeah. to get his gear. <laughs> get you some. <sighs> All right, Mo. Let's do it again tomorrow. I we can't have- wait to, DK. Well, Maybe in a better spirit. Maybe in yeah. a better spirit, DK. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? It might be news. Y'all be good. <laughs>